Divorce 101. Give me a sense of like, okay, here's how divorce works, what the law seeks to accomplish in the process, and, and just kind of that basic, if you're thinking about divorce, you ought to know this. Absolutely. There's generally two ways it can start. And there's one I recommend in the absence of an emergency. So I'll tell you both. The first way is somebody's thinking about a divorce. They come and see me and say, what does it look like? What's it going to cost? What's the process? And then we initiate the divorce by sending their spouse a letter that says, um, so-and-so is interested in getting divorced, but we want to do it amicably, therefore get an attorney, have the attorney call me, we'll see if we can work it out. Or so-and-so is interested in divorce and would like to explore mediation, so go see an attorney and have the attorney call me and we'll, we'll pick a mediator. I generally try to strongly encourage the other side to get an attorney because I think a educated negotiator is much better than an uneducated one. First of all, the the power is even, secondly, you focus on the real issues. Somebody else has been able to filter for me what's worth fighting about and what isn't, and it's fair. But we try to do it amicably, whether it's, you know, four of us sitting down at a table, whether it's me sending a client home to the kitchen table with his or her spouse to to see what they can resolve themselves to keep costs down, sending them to mediation with or without attorneys, that sort of thing. And then if it's successful, whether it's, you know, with the help of somebody else or not, then we draft an agreement, sort of circulate it between the parties and their attorneys to come up with an agreement that reflects everything that was agreed upon, and then um, file a complaint for divorce. And you can literally call the court shortly thereafter, say we have a resolved case, we're coming in, takes about 10 minutes, you go in and what they refer to as put the divorce through, you testify for a couple minutes about the date of your marriage and the, the voluntary execution of the agreement and you're divorced. In the event that doesn't work or the, the letter's not well received when you say we well, want to work it out amicably, or it is, but it just sort of stalls, then somebody files a complaint for divorce. If that's the route you go, generally you it's, it's sort of what you see on TV. Somebody gets served. They have 35 days to answer. They go and generally get an attorney, file an answer or a counterclaim, whatever um, they choose to do, and then you're essentially, you're in the bakery where you took that that ticket and you have a number and you're just waiting online for them to call you. And then there are certain stops along the way. So the first thing you would be called into court for is something called a case management conference where the judge brings everybody in and sometimes they do it over the phone, which I think, even though it's easier, is unfortunate because I think it's helpful for litigants to get into that courtroom, see how the judge works, see what the process looks like, and see what they're putting themselves in the middle of if they choose to really pursue every every battle that's available for them to, to fight. Oh, excuse me. No, what, not at all. Would it be helpful for people, even if it only gets them two-thirds of the benefit, to even see an hour's worth of video like showing here's what this actually is. So if someone's not inclined or able to go in person to it, they get a sense of it. Would that be helpful? Absolutely. There, there 
is a judge in Morris County who used to, and this was um, slightly different, but I think it's sort of the same thing, is before you got to trial, she would make you sit in her courtroom and watch a trial for two full days because she wanted you to sort of see how the sausage was made, to see, I think, how unrewarding it is, how slow it is, and how devoid of what you think is ripe with meaning the process is, how many things are inadmissible or irrelevant and that sort of thing. But just to see how it works, it's not, you're not getting your like, you know, quote, day in court, the the way you see it on TV. You, you pay your attorney to show up at whatever time they tell you to be there. The judge takes an hour to have you mark your exhibits and place stipulations on the record. Then you get maybe an hour and a half of testimony. Then the staff breaks for lunch. Then there's an emergent application that comes in right after lunch, so you break again. So you might get four hours of actual court time but you paid your attorney nine hours, you know, to drive there, sit there, eat lunch, and not work on something else. And again, to see that it might take a day just to go through how the AT&T stock split in in the 90s into those baby bell, maybe that's the 80s. I'm just m- making up a, a sort of boring, dry sort of um, topic, and that might be your day in court. <laughs> 